Welcome to another episode of the Zay Play Podcast. Yo, here we go. Going into the second half of the year. We made it, yo. We made it. Woo, 52 weeks, baby. 21 down. All right, y'all already know what it's about to be. Here's the disclaimer. These are theories, ideas, and opinions. Please do not take them to heart. They're used to open up for discussion and to expand your mind. If you don't like what you're hearing, do not listen. We don't want you over here. All right. I think I'm going to start with sports today, y'all. Let's go. Playoff time. Locked in. Denver versus Miami. Who is the better team? Boston put up a a pretty pathetic performance last night. I was not satisfied at all. Um, Jason Tatum, you got to step up. You got to step up. That's just about a point blank period. Um, We got a, I think it's going to be six games. Heat are going to put up a fight. They're going to go down two. They're going to grab two, but then they won't be able to get two more, I think. Um, Denver's pick-and-roll situation is just too good. They just run that too well. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think about that series coming up. I think my money would be on Denver for sure. Um, they're talking about Lonzo Ball might not play again. So y'all might not know this, but the Bulls are my team. So we might as well just fuck off there. I mean, what a waste of a pick. What a waste. Now we're going to have to rebuild. We probably were going to have to rebuild anyway, but we don't even have that trading piece. So Bulls won't be good for another five years, that's for sure. Uh, Wimby, they got uh, he went to the Spurs. You know they set that up. <laughs> uh, Spurs have been had connection with the French. Wimby's French, so there you go. Um, so, yeah, sports. We're looking at a good series coming up. I'm definitely going to let you guys know what I think. We got, what is it, games. I think we'll have either one. We'll definitely have two games, but it might be three games. So we'll see. I'll have to cover all of those and let you know how I think the series is going. But, um, yeah, not not much in sports today. Uh, Let me think. Current event-wise... It's been a pretty slow week um, in the hip hop world. Not other than music, not much has happened. I'm thinking politically, if anything crazy happened, nothing's really coming to mind right now. Let's check Twitter. Let's see what's uh, it's been trending. Oh, you got the kid who jumped off that cruise ship. I mean, that was just stupid. <laughs> I mean, what what else do you want me to say about that one? Um, Danny Lay did a hit and run. I mean, well, I mean, not really any mind bending events we need to talk about. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a kind of a weird week this week. Mm, don't really know. It's expected but summer's here so hopefully it's just a good summer um definitely we got some interesting topics today definitely going to try to cover something interesting and 
hit you guys with uh, something to think about for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, something else that would help. Hold on, guys. Give me a follow on the socials. We're going to try to get this thing moving a little bit faster. Um, Gut might be starting a Patreon here soon. So this will be on there, a regular one. And then Patreon, I'll probably throw down a special segment. Um, but definitely think about supporting me on Patreon. I'm going to be working with two fellow, other fellow black creators. And uh, we're going to be putting out some good content, some skits, some traveling, some vlogging. Definitely going to try to include you guys in uh, our lives and our, our creative exploration. So, yeah, um, camera's coming next year, next year. So, yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully, by this time next year, you guys will be seeing my face. And hopefully, I will be in shape. <laughs> so, there's that, and that's all good. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to just uh, let you guys go here and uh, dive back into the topics, team. Okay, music it is. Got a lot of good music that came out this weekend. Definitely feel the heat. Um, let's go to the play by play. I know Lil Dirt dropped. Um, Rory dropped his debut album from the Rory and Mall podcast. Kodak Black dropped. Rock Marciano dropped. And you know who I've been rooting for for a fat minute. Ransom dropped. Now, we didn't get Conway. Um, Conway might be coming in uh, June and I know we're getting Benny in August, but uh, let, let's touch on the albums here. So there's a lot of surprise, I guess, um, with Lil Durk projected to do 125 to 150. Definitely tricked Youngboy into posting his album earlier. Did a great job of putting good songs on his album. He's doing a lot of yin-yang stuff. Um, I really like the yang stuff. The darker records are much better. 300 Eurus, Big Dog, um, the one he has with 21 Savage. That's my type of music. I'm really riding with that. And uh, just an overall pretty decent album. And I think we're going to have to watch out for Lil Durk. He's playing the game. Uh, a lot of the Chicago artists move very, 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 very smart. A lot of them are independent. And a lot of them are staying out of trouble. So uh, look to Chicago to, you know, in about 10 years to hold a lot of the rap business. Shout out to Kanye. All right. Uh, next, we got kodak black's album uh i think it uh pearls and pistols it's more of a fun album kodak's in his bag here he's doing his thing he's having fun talking that talk um pistols and pearls is kind of like how the album feels it's got that ghetto uh uptake to it um he's doing a little singing a little rapping it's really if, if you like kodak it's definitely a kodak album a kodak bop and then uh, Rory dropped his album. It's definitely a summer album. He says it like represents his 20s. But it, it's got singing. It's got rap. It's, it's a light album. It's something you can play in the background on a Sunday. Very chill. You know, very relaxing. Um, I like the record with Conway on there. And then there's a song on there called Enough. It might be the intro that I'm uh, pretty into. But it's definitely not a turn up, turn up album. Definitely not a turn up album. We got Rock Marciano. He did his thing with Jay Worthy. Definitely a Smokers album. Chill, bars. Um, if you listen to Rock Marcy, he doesn't disappoint. Doesn't disappoint. And then 
Big Boy Ransom. He put out Director's Cut 4 uh, with Nicholas Cavern. Uh, I got early access to it because I had to. And it's a shorter one, um, but because Ransom doesn't really do choruses, it uh, the songs being like two minutes to three minutes, it's still a ton of bars, a ton of content. Definitely recommend going to pick that up. Uh, so and if I was to say the best project that came out would either be Lil Dirk's or Rock Marcy's, followed by Ransom Solid. Ransom's project just wasn't long enough, and it's behind doors, so it's not really out yet. But it was really, really good. I enjoyed it. If you're a lyrical miracle guy or a soul spitter, definitely go check that out. And uh, that's pretty much it on music. Um, definitely got a lot coming up probably this week as well. We'll check it out. But those were some of the big hitters, heavy hitters that came through. And uh, they really, really shined. Logic dropped a song as well, Juice too, and he's been doing his thing. Um, we definitely are going to be, I'm definitely looking for logic to give us another classic. I think he's got another one in him and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be looking forward to the summer releases. We got a lot coming, so keep your ears peeled and stay tuned. Oh, almost forgot artist of the week. We're going to go ahead and go with Lil Dirt, and I'll be adding some of those songs, uh, song of the week though. I'm going to go with 300 Euris. Check that one out. Y'all Lil Dirt did his thing on there. He did his thing on there. Okay, lots of TV this week. Big, big, big finale. Succession. So if you haven't watched Succession, turn this podcast off. Go watch all four seasons. Then you can start listening to this podcast again. Now, if you don't watch TV, you're excused. But uh, we're going to get into spoilers here. So first off, we have Tom Wamscans. Champion. Champion. Defeated the three-headed Hydra known as the siblings. And here here's my I'm gonna give my analysis on Tom and kind of Shiv's relationship and why it's so significant that he won in the end. Tom, a grinder, a survivor, knows his spot. Um, try. I don't necessarily would say that he's loyal, but he, he, he was loyal to the power structure. He played his cards, waited. He, I mean, he got married. To the CEO's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Put in that work. Was getting cheated on. Almost went to prison. Had niggas coming up to him saying, I want to fuck your wife. Took that shit to the chest. Okay? Then called that bitch out. Said, hey, I've been loving you. And all you have done is put me down. Leave me for out. Manipulate me. All that. And I still held it down. And then. A homie's chilling like. Not even in the play. You know what I'm saying? He's not even making moves. He's just around the way. And then he, he, he gets in the position. And goes. Now, Shiv, take your place. 
in that episode when Tom stands up to her and he he tells her like, hey, yo, you got problems. That that I think was the moment we should have known. Tom was going to win. He Tom is really supposed to represent a lot of us, an everyday man, a worker, a man who has no leverage. You know what I mean? Um, just trying to figure it out back to back. He, he secured his spot and he wants to get better. He's got a plan. And he, he think he's at work. His wife is his boss, technically, which is brutal in the first place. His old, his real, real boss, her dad is old and decrepit and is dying. You know what I mean? He's a little crazy and a little mean. You you asked her to marry you when she thought he was going to die, you know? Just just seeing Tom from season 1 to now. You 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 wouldn't see it coming, but it's almost like I'm glad it was him. Cuz you kind of have two losers. Kendall is a loser, but he's a loser in a different way than Tom is, right? Tom is just getting shit on, getting shit on, getting shit on, but he's he's doing he's he's waiting for his opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Tom Tom can actually he's just not given the opportunity. He just has to take shit till he gets his opportunity. Kendall had opportunities, man. And he just fucked them up. That's the difference. That's the difference. Also, like, if you add value, then it ge- it always gives you a better chance. Tom was adding more value than all of the kids, man. He was actually in the business. So I thought it was a genius ending. I thought um, Shiv made the wrong move. She didn't want to give it to Kendall and risk the the whole thing going down because Kendall maybe could have run it, but he would have run it wrong. He would have been used instead of using people. And so she decided to just be mothered to the, uh, to the air. And yeah, but, uh, it was just when you're not at the top, man, you got to struggle. And that, that's kind of what it portrayed. So that was Succession, wrapping that up. That, I mean, great series, amazing. Um, fuck Roman. Like, Roman basically gave up the last two episodes. Stupid. So, yeah. And then uh, I've been watching another show called From. It's on uh, Apple. No, it's not on Apple. It's on Amazon. And, oh, my gosh. It's one of those shows that is a mystery, gives you no answers, man. We got no answers. Um. It's about these people who are driving around and they end up in this town. Now, in this town, you can't leave. And so, like, once you get there, you just keep driving around. You basically stuck. Uh, And what happens at this town is at night, these uh, ghoulish uh, human looking things come out at night. And they try to get in your house. And if they get in your house, they kill you brutally, like torture you, pull your skin off your face, 
um, rip out all your organs. It's a slow, super painful death. And it's about this family that comes to this town and they get stuck. It's not a very big town, not a lot of people there, and they're just trying to survive. So been watching that and it's it's super good um just a thriller you can't you don't really know what's happening uh you can't really tell um what's gonna happen next and it's just really exciting so been watching that um what else do we got on the list silo silo is a little it's getting kind of boring you know it's not the best but i think they're just still world building and and trying to play out the mystery. These these people are stuck in a silo, even though it's nice out. So that's the interesting part there. Um, Class of 09, I've been watching that. And that's pretty good, but it took a while to heat up. But there's only six episodes, so it should be uh, relatively interesting, these last few. Demon Slayer's going good. Um, I need to watch Ranking of the Kings. Hell's No Paradise, still catching up on One Piece. Um, just thinking, what else? I don't know if I'm watching much else. Um, oh, Master Chef, getting into Master Chef, that's always good. We think I might start Ted Lasso. Heard that's pretty good. They just had their finale, so might throw that one in the mix. Um, need some better dating shows, really. That's what we need to come up. I know Temptation Island's coming June 14th. So I'll definitely get you guys updated on that. And then we have um not my hero, is it? Dating around. My been watching a little bit of that. Couples therapy's basically over and couples therapy is good, but it's hard to talk about like deep issues specifically with certain couples because they're in therapy, you know what I'm saying, and, and you're only getting bits and pieces, so you don't you don't know the whole feel. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's pretty much gonna do it for TV. Haven't been watching anything else too exciting. Kind of rewatching Naruto a little bit, but it's about it. So yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other shows. Might I need? I'm gonna watch The Hunt. Might watch Spiderhead. Low Love and Death, I'm still going to finish up, so all those. And then keep my eyes peeled for any good crime docs. If I get a good crime doc, I'll let you know. I'll let y'all know, team. But yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see, next, we might be jumping into a little bit of philosophy. Specifically, struggling against the inevitable. Might start doing this little thing called question of the week. Just kind of like a theme, you know what I'm saying? Uh, for people to answer slash think about during the week, kind of get your mind rolling and I'll probably answer them next week. But I was really thinking like, when as a guy, like what are the list of times as a guy that you should speak up and, and, and kind of stand away from the group? When as a guy, is it a good time to ostracize yourself? I think that like this is a very interesting question and a very interesting kind of like a dilemma because I think for the most part it's better to be quiet. So when are the opportunities and I I want you to focus as a guy here that even if you're girls think about as guys when is when do you want a guy to speak up? How do you want him to speak up? 
where do you want to speak up? You know what I'm saying? Um, and as guys, just think about where, where would you take your stand? You know what I'm saying? When, when do you need to say something? So hopefully that that's a pretty good, uh, question of the week, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, about to dive into some philosophy and probably head out from there. Okay, so, um, I wanted to touch on the topic of struggling against the inevitable, kind of go on pros and cons. Um, and this is a much closer topic than you think, right? Because a lot of the times um, you might be in a situation where you don't see the point in continuing, as in you should uh, enforce a change. But, um, or like you don't believe it might change. And then there's the chance that it does. So it's like uh, struggling against the inevitable or um, struggling against time, like uh, endurance in a way. Uh, and the situation I will kind of put out there that that kind of seems like there's a lot of situations you could do. It could be like a race. You could be trying to break a record. But um, the ones that are the most ambiguous would be social ones, right? So, like, uh, you have a friend who's got into something and then they're, they're, they're converting at a rapid rate. Uh, and, it, like, and you're trying to keep the friendship, but you can't. Um, let's say you move away from someone and you're talking, you're talking, you're talking, but you can feel the distance starting to creep in and text messages get shorter on the other end and you're trying and you're trying, but it's, it's dying down or uh, the relationship is headed a certain way. And no matter how much you change stuff up or, or put effort in, you can't get it to reverse. Um, uh, you know what I mean? These these kind of uh, these kind of situations being stuck between a rock and the hard place often come down to honor and opportunity. And the reason I say that is because struggling against the inevitable is considered, it's just usually considered an honorable thing to fight against something you know you can't beat and to swallow that fear and to be willing to embrace that pain is noble to an extent. It takes courage. At the same time, um, you, you, you're, you're suffering something. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're giving something up to, to keep those kind of virtues when you could leave and, and potentially access a better opportunity. And these two kind of options of like whether to struggle against something that's inevitable, as in it's it's honorable and it, and it gives somewhat some purpose and um, like a, a different sort of meaning to what you're doing or just dropping it and, and, and creating something else that's a little bit um, f- more surprising, more more to the table. Do you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, it, it doesn't put you in like this desperate mood because when you're struggling against the the inevitable, like it's it's in your mind that this is not going to be something I can overcome. It, you you kind of have to take the pill and swallow it. it. It's like working yourself to death slowly. Like you just know it, it's not going to end in a good way, and or or you're trying to save it and it's it's just breaking apart. In your fingertips, like it's it's a crushing sort of feeling, and um, 
hopefully you, you don't have to go through that. But in, in a relationship, it, it can sometimes feel like that in a lot of different ways that you're giving everything you have and and you're still not enough to cover the ground. So, yeah, and then another uh, struggling against the inevitable, I guess the pros is it, it, it kind of things are kind of already set. So it, it simplifies things. It, um, it can often build strong things within you because uh, it, it, it's kind of tearing stuff down at the same time. Um, you, there's always a chance you overcome in a miracle fashion. There's that too. And it, it, it's what life's about, you know what I'm saying? We're all going to die and that's inevitable. So essentially we're struggling against that and, and how you taking that to a different degree, I think is, is, can be a healthy thing. Now, I know that that was like the mommy daughter talk or the father daughter talk, dude. If I was a dad, bro, and some stuff like my daughter came to my wife and she told her to do that, I'd be like, whoa, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? So, yeah, struggling against the inevitable is especially in relationships is is extremely brutal. And I don't recommend it unless you really, 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 really love someone. And you might have the chance to turn it around. But yeah, uh, cons, you could get stuck. Um, you can end up wasting a lot of time. You can end up getting hurt. Um, money, you know what I mean? Like the, the breakup can sometimes happen a long time ago, but then they just drag it out to get what they can. You know what I'm saying? So just, just watch that. Um, on either sides of it. But another topic that I kind of wanted to broach was uh, pride, confidence, and competence. So I think as a guy, you shouldn't aim to be prideful or confident. You should aim to be competent. And pride and confidence are more or less like social attributes, right? Um, that they're kind of given to you. You can't really give them to yourself. And I'll have to look at further details into like this document and exactly what, what they're referring to. But to me, it seems like they're trying to get Epstein to admit to touching children or something or assaulting someone. And it's not past me. I, I, I believe it. But I mean, how long ago is this? Are they even going to bring up the records? Come on, bro. Like, uh, so, yeah, there's that on that. But I was thinking, like, pride or competence, the way you build it matters. So people who have a lot of pride that didn't earn it are usually, like, the extremely cocky ones slash narcissistic weirdos. But the people who have a lot of pride who had to grind in the dirt to grab it, it's very mad different. So you really, I really wanted to emphasize, like, careful how you build your house. Um, pride and confidence are dope, but 
they it's uh not foolproof you know what i'm saying so just keep it real keep it solid you know pride confidence and narcissism are kind of like uh useless in a lot of ways like pro like competence is that i you there's a task i know i can do it or i know i could figure out how to do it like I don't That's what I mean like competence is just so much better than the alternatives. Pride just lets you the chance to be knocked down and confidence is like almost ignorance because you you probably like what are you being confident about is the thing. So uh I think I'm going to leave you guys with that. I know it's a little scattered at the end there. It's kind of hard to gather my thoughts. Um, A lot going through my mind when it comes to like pride, confidence, and narcissism. Definitely going to touch back on it. But um, just just a couple of thoughts this week. Hey, you know, so staying solid. Uh, I mean, I usually I like to put a transition here, but I think I'm going to go straight into the outro. Um pretty nice week you know episode 22 so over halfway excited to get on journey 52 um the team's the team's small but we got a few more listeners bringing a little bit more energy so i I like that i like that but uh yeah i mean just a long way to go team really enjoyed talking this week though lots of good music interesting things on tv love that it's getting warmer but I do got to say, stay safe out there. It is dangerous. It's going to be a dangerous summer. I already know. Thug's been in for too long. But, I mean, no masks. We got no masks anymore. Uh, restrictions are chilling. Everything's pretty nice. Everything is pretty nice. Um, I don't know if I have any good summer advice other than uh, manage your own finances. I think... Over the summer is a great time to take money classes, learn about money, meet meet some new people in the money classes. Definitely, you know, do those kind of moves, shake and bake, because it really is who you know, not what you know. Um, so, yeah, that's probably going to do it for me. Uh, this is the Zay Play Podcast, and uh, wrapping up. Be easy, team.